Nerd Pod. You are now connected to the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Have your seat at the table with Open All Powers, Sir Wizard, Vans on Patrol, Dinner in a Podcast, Superhero Speak, Nerdtastic 4, Cult 45, and Not Another Nerdy Podcast. We have the entertainment you can't refuse. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You are thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What is going on? Hi, for episode number 193 of the So Wizard podcast, I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Hello, citizens. No, I do not need your help. You did not help me. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagans. What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? Didn't mommy and daddy show you enough attention when you were a child? <laughs> you, the listener, are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we've got some news to talk about, and then we're going to launch into a full review and reaction to the newest movie starring The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, Rampage. But before we get started with that, how's everybody doing this week? Aubrey, lay it on us. What's going on in the world of Aubrey? Absolutely nothing. I started a new job. I am a cook at Noah's daycare. <laughs> I'm moving out to the world, but you know, it's a job. Like uh, you're a cook, like uh, Steven Seagal in Under Siege. True. <laughs> She's like, what's Under Siege? <laughs> yeah, it's a movie that came out before you were born. <laughs> Let's just add it to the list. We'll get it out of the oh, way. Oh, are we adding that to the list? <laughs> are we? <laughs> Have you ever seen Under Siege 2, Dark Territory? Because we have to add that to the list. <laughs> Lorde, Lorde. We are not nope. adding Under Siege to the list. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to veto that one. Come on. <laughs> this list is going to be out of control. Arbery's time is very important. We can't burden her with Steven Seagal. As much as, <laughs> as, much as I want to see Erica, what's her name, come out of a cake, <laughs> <laughs> we are not going to put this on, on Aubrey. You're, you're, All right. This one's off the list. You just unmade the list. Yes. Fine. It's off the list. All right. I take it. I take it. Tell us all about being a cook, Aubrey. What are you cooking? I I have yet to start, but um, I will be cooking breakfast and lunch and snacks for the kids. I get to choose what I cook them, as far as I know. Brussels sprouts. Uh, it's gonna be very healthy. Gonna be a lot of healthy kids. It's gonna be chicken nuggets and French fries every day, isn't it? You know, I I actually just bought Noah McDonald's, so here I am saying I'm gonna cook all these kids <laughs> healthy meals, and I bought Noah McDonald's. <laughs> but my fellow autism mothers will understand that when you find what your child will eat, you dedicate your entire person to making sure that you give them what it is. <laughs> I don't think that's really just autism. I think that's just picky ass eating kids. <laughs> it, it is quite possible. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, when we went to Disney World, uh, my son is a very, very picky eater. 
and we had to make sure when we were planning the restaurant reservations, you have to do them 180 days in advance. So, um, so we had to make sure that the menus at all the restaurants that they had, they had Colin food. So (laughs) basically do these places have chicken nuggets and French fries? (laughs) And thankfully they do. That is pretty much Noah's diet is um, actually his father's girlfriend calls it the beige diet. And it's so funny because it's true. All beige foods is what (laughs) Noah will eat. Grilled cheese, chicken nuggets, french fries, Cheerios, Lucky Charms. If it's beige, he'll eat it. Sounds about right. Lucky Charms are beige? Well, you take out the marshmallows, yeah. 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 Okay. (laughs) Then they're just charms. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's nothing lucky about him. <laughs> All right. And Mark, what's going on with you? Uh, nothing much. I wish I had like a really funny story, but um, I don't. I do. I, I am going to refer to Aubrey as being hot and fresh out the kitchen from now on. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. I think uh, Aubrey's new theme song is going to be Cooking by the Book from uh, <laughs> Blazy Town. <laughs> I think it should be more like hot in her. <laughs> her. There you go. Every time I enter, it's hot it. <laughs> oh, hot her. You ever seen uh, the, the Jimmy Fallon? Um, the, no. The, Jimmy Fallon had wow. hosted the VMAs in early 2000s, and he did a spoof on that song, and it's hysterical. Her, do you need a sweater? It's funny, laugh. Huh? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah, Joy, how about you, dude? How are you doing? Um, yeah, I hate to, you know, join Mark in the parade of boring, but I haven't really done anything <laughs> exciting. <laughs> uh, my foot is slowly, slowly healing. So <laughs> I'm still hobbling, mm-hmm. um, which is because I don't have time to rest. Like I walk 14 to 16,000 steps a day at work. So it's not like I can just go sit behind a desk and put my foot up on a chair or something. <laughs> So, yeah, the bruising and it was all black and blue and swollen. And now it's like not as black and blue. So I guess that's a step in the right direction. There you go. It's healing. I'm really scared about what's going to happen as we get closer to Comic Con. <laughs> Both ankles. I'm going to walk out of my house and someone from, uh, from, from Altered Reality Entertainment is going to hit me in the knee like Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan or something. Why? Why? <laughs> Well, if it was Margot Robbie, I'd be okay. But mm, you like hit it, hit it a couple of times. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but other than that, I went to the movies and saw Rampage, and I went to the mall and we bought Pokemon cards. <laughs> that was the excitement of my weekend. So. And I went to look for a fidget spinner. That was another ex- exciting adventure I went on. Like a particular one, or just one? <laughs> just well, one. <laughs> here's the thing. Like, on, I had Wednesday off of work, and my son came home from school, and he was like, uh, "Can we go to the store today?" And he always wants to go to the store. And I'm of like, well, "What do you want at the store today?" And I figured Pokemon cards, or lately he's been really into football cards. He's like, "I really want to buy a fidget spinner." I'm like, okay. And this is like a year and a half after the fad is in. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like, okay. And uh, I knew they'd probably have some at, there's a family dollar in town. There's a uh, couple pharmacies in town. I'm, I'm sure there would be somewhere we could find one without driving all over the place. So we went to family dollar and they had some and nah, I don't want any of these. Okay. So then we went to Rite Aid, which is a pharmacy in town and I don't want any of these. And I'm like, ah. So then I 
I didn't want to be like a disappointing parent that was just like, all right, fine, we're going home. Oh, so I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. We're already out. So we drove uh, <laughs> two towns over to Chicopee, which is uh, you know, about a half an hour away. And we went to Five Below, which is not a dollar store, but close. And they had some there and he didn't like any of those. And I'm like, well, what, what is the problem here? Like, what are you looking for? Oh, it has to be a gold fidget spinner. Like, ah. So we left the house to find a fidget spinner. <laughs> and then I was told afterwards, after finding multiple fidget spinners, that it had to be a gold fidget spinner. Oh, my God. So then we went to look at Walmart and they didn't have any either. And I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So he bought a whole bunch of Pokemon cards instead. Why? He didn't get any fidget spinners at all? No. Oh, God. <laughs> and that was the excitement of uh, my <laughs> week. So <laughs> I do miss uh, Empire State Comic Con. Can't wait for the next show to come up. <laughs> that was fun. All right. So, um, yeah, now that we've got all that out of the way, Mark, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? Sure. All right, so everybody can go to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week along with movie reviews from yours truly, Netflix picks from our buddy Adam Wallyhawk. Our Soul Wizard Podcast merchandise is right there so you can purchase some swag, uh, look good while you're representing the show. Uh, a good way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through our website. Uh, you can find our social media links there too. Uh, we also, geez, I'm just screwing this whole thing up. <laughs> A good way to support our to support our shows by doing your Amazon shopping right through the website. We have a big A. Click on that A. And do our do all your shopping. Get the stuff that you want, and you can also help out. So is your podcast. You'll also find our social media links right there on the website: uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five star review while you are there. Um, also review us on Podknife.com. Uh, you can find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. Podbean, Satcho, Google Play Music, and Spotify. You can also find us on the nerdpodcastmafia.com website, along with a bunch of really cool podcasts that you should definitely check out. You can also find us on Powercast 97.9 Internet Radio. I think that's all. Back to you, Joey. So send an email. Give me a response. Tell me one little lovely, sexy evening with Miss Stephanie Buscakes. <laughs> oh, it's classic, Mark. It's classic. It's the best. Stephanie Buscakes is the best. That's right. That's the unofficial mascot of the <laughs> Wizard Podcast. But it's time for news. So why don't you drop it like it's hot? Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, Mark Ellis, lay it on us. What's going on in the world of nerd? All right, so this week in nerd news, uh, we had our first look at the new Titans TV show. Uh, there were some pictures that were taking pictures that were taken uh, on the streets. Uh, not official photos, but uh, a glimpse at some of the characters that's going to be in a TV show. Now they did release some other pictures before uh, that had like that were like professional pictures of like Hawk and Dove um, that looked pretty cool. These pictures kind of set the internet ablaze with uh, how bad some of them looked. I am going to hold off judgment until I see the actual f- uh, footage of the show, but uh, 
I don't know. I, I wasn't too upset with it. How did you guys feel about it? Let's start with Aubrey. And that'd be a hard no for me. It looks awful. No, thanks. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you, Joey? Oh, they looked really bad. Really bad. <laughs> All right. Well, let's compare these pictures to the picture of Dick Grayson and Hawk and Dove that got released a while ago. Those That's pictures fine. didn't look bad. That's fine. But Starfire looked awful. What was that? Why does she look like she's 40? <laughs> yeah, that was I mean, I knew they weren't going to paint her orange, but Jesus. You know, like doesn't even look like Starfire at all. And Raven looks like someone that would be shopping at Hot Topic being really annoying. I just can't get past it. It looks horrible. Well, again, I'm not going to... Like, the actress that plays Starfire, like, I've seen other pictures of her. She is gorgeous. Like, punch myself in the face gorgeous. Um, so that picture does not do her justice. That wig definitely does not do her justice. Um, I'm really yeah, it's hoping. Not, it's not her fault. It, the show like looks like trash. Yeah. <laughs> right. We can, it's, it's definitely not on her, but I definitely feel like she's getting a brunt of the hatred. Um, it's whoever is designing the show. I mean, clearly they got Hawk and Dove and Robin, right? So, you know, I'm sure I'm, I'm hoping that when they release the official pictures of all of the characters together. It'll look good. You're hoping we can look back on this and laugh when we said, look, remember how terrible those costumes looked? <laughs> right, right. It looks like uh, Fox Television presents Generation X TV movie. It does. It, it looks a lot like that. Do you remember that? That's before Aubrey was born. <laughs> I was say, Aubrey, before you were born, there's a terrible <laughs> X-Men TV, TV movie. It was even a I series. I not see a TV movie, a terrible X-Men TV movie. I'll have to look for it. That would be a good I hate you now watch if yeah. I could ever find a way to watch it. I wonder if it's on YouTube as abandoned uh, abandoned cinema. There's also a uh, power pack. Do you guys know what power pack is? Wait, the four kids? Yeah, there was a uh, pilot that they made no. for a TV series. This is a long time. It was probably like 91. It's on YouTube. It's fucking awful. Oh, my God. I actually used to read those books. I like those characters. I liked when they crossed over in the Mutant Massacre. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do remember having some Power Pack books, and I remember reading those. I like those characters. So that'd be cool. I might actually check that out. <laughs> oh, wow. This, this, it was only in 1995 that that came out, Generation X. Oh, wow. So, Aubrey, you were born then. For what? Power Packs? Yeah, no. 1995. You, you were alive then, right? They sound familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey, were you alive in 1995? I was, yeah. Okay. How old were you? Four years old. Oh, Jesus. You're making me feel really old, Aubrey. All right, so it, it's a it's a a hard no. Uh, it looks terrible, and I'll give it a chance on the uh, Titans costumes. Or yeah, to, to look I mean, at a we'll Titans give it show. a chance. You know, it, it looks terrible, but you know, we'll see. It's, it's completely taken out of context. But man, that was not a good introduction to that, those characters or that TV show and that those costumes. So. This is just, uh, you know, letting the studios know, get out in front of this stuff, yep. <laughs> get us pictures of what it looks like. So, you know, you're Shazam drinking a coffee hey. with earmuffs on. <laughs> I'm still holding out hope for that Shazam. I don't think it looks as bad as everyone is making it out to be. I don't think it looks that bad either. I'm just saying, like, when you've been, been smarter to release an actual picture of it, then before have you... someone's blurry <laughs> cell phone camera picture from mm -hmm. like two blocks away. Yeah, before you go out in the street. Yeah, that would have been a way to go. All right, so uh, speaking of DC uh, movies, 
we oh, are still getting a Batgirl movie, despite what? the fact that no one really wants it. <laughs> no one asked for it, yet it's still happening. It has a new writer. Uh, Christina Hodson is the new writer of the Batgirl movie. She was working on a Birds of Prey movie for uh, as part of the uh, DCEU, so who knows what's going on there. And she's also the writer of the new Transformers spinoff Bumblebee. So she has some, and she also wrote something that came out recently. Um, I want to say it's with um, Rosario Dawson and Katherine Heigl. Like it's one of those fatal attraction type of thriller, low budget thrillers that came out a little while ago. Uh, so she, you know, she has some credentials. She is a writer. She's a female doing Batgirl. So I think that's a good step in a in the right direction for DC. Does this make anyone slightly excited for a more ba- for a new Batgirl movie now that we have a new writer aboard, Joey? No. <laughs> what would make you excited for a Batgirl movie? Um, nothing. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> There's not really anything that would make me excited. It's not a character I care too much about. Uh, maybe if we could get Stephanie Brown Batgirl on uh, screen, that would be cool. But I don't know. Barbara Gordon Batgirl. <laughs> All right, Aubrey, what about you? How do you feel about uh, a bad girl getting a second chance to come back onto the big screen? You know, I don't really know. DC has just shamed me too much for me to really put any faith into them. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll see when a first trailer comes out. But other than that, I'm going to stay cautious. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I still don't know why they're making one. Let's make one. Let's get the Batman movie out first. Let's see how that does before we start doing a spinoff. Uh, all right. So in other casting news, uh, Gabriel Luna, he of Ghost Rider fame from Agents of, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been cast as the new Terminator in the sequel, kind of, uh, to the Terminator franchise. He will be joining Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton in a movie directed by Tim Miller, the director of Deadpool number one. I'm I think I've watched one episode of Agents of Shield with Ghost Rider. He like popped up in a cameo at the end of it, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Uh, but I, I think having a Mexican setting for the new Terminator movie sounds pretty cool. And uh, the girl that's playing the uh, quote unquote Linda Hamilton type of character is smoking. So uh, who's yeah. that? Who's that that's playing that? Uh, I've never heard of her before, but uh, I saw a picture of her, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah, she. This is like her first like American big break movie. Um, so yeah, so Joey, you're a big fan of Ghost Rider. How do you feel? How do you think he's going to do as the new Terminator? Uh, I think he'll be pretty awesome. I thought he was really good on Agents of Shield as Ghost Rider. Um, it, yeah, I'm kind of excited about uh, this movie as it starts to come together more. James Cameron is way more involved. Tim Miller is a good director from what we've seen, what little we've seen. <laughs> right. And uh, you know, I, I like the casting so far. So. Fingers crossed. Can't be, and you know, whatever happens, it can't be worse than Terminator <laughs> gynecological <laughs> exam, whatever that was, or uh, what other bad Terminator movies are there? There's Salvation. <laughs> Salvation, uh, Terminator 3, The Rise of the Machines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was from the DVD. When you, <laughs> when you watch the DVD, Arnold Schwarzenegger was like, hello, this is Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the DVD of Terminator 3, The Rise of the Machine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Back when studios actually cared about putting things on DVDs. So, 
Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, what is it? It's almost like Alien at this point. Like, what does it even matter? <laughs> Like, want to make another one? Cool. If it sucks, it's not even like disappointing because at this point, there's more bad Terminator movies than good. So, what <laughs> does it matter? It can't get any worse. That's true. That's right. True. And so, never doubt James Cameron, though. That's what we've been told. Oh, that's that's definitely true. All right. So, Aubrey, how do you feel about uh, this new guy being a Terminator? Care. What? I don't even care about a Terminator movie. I just <laughs> you better care. start caring. I don't care about any of it. All right, what actress are you talking about? Oh God, I know. I'm just. I'm trying to look for it Mc, now. Talking about Mackenzie Davis? No, she was in Blade Runner. Not Mackenzie Davis. Let me look up Untitled Terminator Reboot <laughs> on Internet Movie Database. <laughs> they should leave the title. That should that should be the title. That should be the title. Natalia Reyes. Yes, that's her. That's See, the name. Natalia Reyes is a Colombian method actress known mm. for her stunning starring role in Sony's hit series, Lady La Vendedora de Rosas. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Love that one. Who I love that one. She's also in some some sort of movie about ninjas. That's in Spanish as well. It could be pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. She's, uh, she's easy on the eyes, yep, though. That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm there day, day one. <laughs> day one, we there. <laughs> All right. All right. So um, let's see. Let's see. So speaking of Tim Miller, who was doing uh, who did the first Deadpool, we're going to jump over to the second Deadpool, which was directed by David Leach, who was also doing uh, uh, also did Atomic Blonde. He is on board for the new movie Hobbs and Shaw, bringing together The Rock and Jason Statham's characters from the last Fate of the Furious movie. Is the rock playing the little kid or the tiger? <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Jason Statham is Calvin. <laughs> Honestly, I would pay a fuck ton of money to see that. That'd be amazing. <laughs> so uh, yeah, people love their chemistry in the last Fast and the Furious movie. I thought it was fun. Uh, this whole spinoff thing has caused a riff within the crew. Sorry, Tyrese and Vin Diesel. <laughs> Oh, uh, but freaking the guy who did John Wick and Atomic Blonde is going to do an action movie starring The Rock and Jason Statham. Shut up and take my money. I'm ready. Aubrey, how do you feel about all this machismo being directed by a guy who's knows how to film ass kickery? I don't really like Fast and Furious, so I guess we'll see. Did you see we'll the see Did you see the last one, the one with uh, Jason no. Statham and uh, The Rock? Uh, no, no, no. Do you like The Rock? Yeah, I like The Rock, but I don't really care about. I don't, I don't really care about Fast and Furious. What if I told you Tom Hardy has a cameo in it? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. But I'm gonna I'm gonna start the uh, the online I petition right now. I would have been right there now. day one. <laughs> All right, so Joey, how about how about you, dude? You know you you've seen this guy's movies before, or at least the the um the freaking John Wick one, the first one. Um, this sounds like everything I want in a movie. <laughs> Yep. So I'm not complaining in any way, shape or form. I'm excited. But uh, I, are they ever going to address that uh, Jason Statham killed Han? Yeah, they did in the last one, I thought. Yeah, but like now, why is he like going to be everybody's friend, though? You know, like if somebody came and killed Aubrey. We're not going to like start up another podcast with them. <laughs> That's true. We're not. But, you know, if that person could 
connect us to um, Ana de Armas, then, you know. Oh, well, would, <laughs> all right. Sorry, Aubrey. I would, <laughs> I would, I would pour out one for Aubrey, but I'll, you know, I'll be like, hey, let's, let's, see what, let's see what else we can get out of this person. But yeah, it sounds like everything I would ever want in a movie. So sign me up. Yep. I'm down. I'm down. I'm ready for it. All right. So in um, other uh, comic book adaptation news, it looks like we're finally getting, finally getting our Why the Last Man TV show. FX has uh, signed a, uh, they've ordered a pilot for the first episode. A Why the Last Man, a post-apocalyptic story of a world where it's all women except for this one guy and his monkey, small monkey. Uh, I remember reading this book like a while ago. I remember waiting for the movie. I remember Shia LaBeouf was like this close to signing on a dotted line to play Y in the movie. Uh, I'm excited for this. FX has been, you know, they're they're trying, they're, they're trying to get it back, and I'm I'm uh, I, I think it might be actually pretty cool, especially since Walking Dead is fading out. Joey, are you familiar with this book, and is this something you might be excited for? Uh, yes, and I'm very excited for it as long as it's good. Um, if, we've talked about this before that. If you ever read it, it's awesome, and it is just, like, made to be a TV show. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine that this would be bad, but, I mean, worse things have happened. But they've been talking about this forever, for the love of God. Like, just make it at this point. I mean, if you can't get this made right now during peak television where, like, every channel is trying to find anything to be a hit TV series. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're making like the most like Jersey Shore just came back. Like if we can't get this made at this point, I don't think it's ever happening. You're scraping the bottom of the freaking barrel. Seriously. All right. So, Aubrey, how about you? Are you familiar with this comic book at all? I am not. Um, I'm not familiar with it at all. Um, so I guess I have no expectations. You know, we'll see when more is released pretty much. You should read it. It's really good, Aubrey. You would like it. Tempting. Tempting. (laughs) All right. And then uh, last bit of TV news. It looks like the Dark Tower TV show that we've all been pining for based on the hit movie is coming to Amazon. Okay. I'm going to be totally honest. I haven't seen the movie. (laughs) I haven't heard good things about it. Uh, I thought this TV show was dead in the water once the movie bombed, but it looks like it's still happening. Joey, you saw the movie, dude. Are you ready for this? This isn't related to the movie, though, right? I assumed it was. I know that no, they. I know no. it's been back and forth that they just if it's going to be connected or it's not going to be connected. I thought this this time around it was, but I could be wrong. Uh, hopefully not. I mean, I like uh, Ildris Alba as a gunslinger, so that was fine. It was just the movie was a fucking mess. And if you're a fan of the if if you if you like the books and you watch that movie, like you'd be just like me, like. Just fuck this movie. Maybe you just watch the movie and you never read the books. You'd be like, okay, that was forgettable and never think about it again. But it's just so disappointing. I'd really like them to just completely start over from scratch and adapt the whole thing. Like adapt it as a TV show? Yes. Just start from scratch. Mm, all right, so- I think it would be awesome because it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. You guys should read it, but you won't. Oh, but God, it's okay. No. <laughs> I'll just I'll started just... reading the gunslinger. Um, I just have yet to complete it. How long ago was this that you started? <laughs> it, was, it was a while ago. I mean, I still remember part of what I read about it. I still have it next to my computer to finish, but I just have yet to actually finish it. All right, would you be interested in a TV show 
Aubrey based in this universe? Absolutely not. I think that a TV <laughs> show that's not linked to the actual movie or book series is kind of a waste of time. You can't really call dark, the Dark Tower if it's not linked to it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll wait and see. I would read those books, but you know, I hear there's a TV show coming, so I'll just wait. <laughs> I'll just wait. You guys. Oh, you guys. All right, so uh, that's it for geeky TV show news. Then we had a few trailers that dropped uh, last week. Let's start with the second trailer for Solo, a Star Wars story. I think it looks cool. We get to hear what's his name talk, not Chewbacca, the kid playing on Solo. And, uh, you know, he sounds, doesn't sound just like Harrison Ford, but he has enough of the swagger to to make me believe, believe that he's a young Han Solo. I think the movie still looks cool. I know it's a complete Frankenstein of a flick, but what they're showing me, I'm all about it. Uh, I'm psyched for it. Aubrey, what do you think of the new solo trailer? I'm, I'm, hmm, it's, it's cool. I will still see it. I'm just, I feel as though there was a bunch of different characters that they could have made stories about that would have been better, but it is what it is. I'm still excited. So. Mm-hmm. All right, Joy, what about you, man? Does this uh, tickle your fancy anymore? Oh, yeah. It looks fucking great. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, somewhere I'm going to insert a clip of you talking about this movie like two months ago. <laughs> and fuck this oh, movie. I said that on my Facebook, like after the uh, they showed the 30, 30 seconds of footage on the uh, on, during the Super Bowl. It was like me. <laughs> I'm not interested in solo. <laughs> it was like 30 seconds of footage. Also me. And I posted a picture. It's like some lady having an orgasm. <laughs> I can't help it. I love Star Wars. So, you know, it's more Star Wars and it looks it looks cool. I think a lot of it looks cool. I love uh, Donald Glover as Lando and uh, Khaleesi is super hot. So, mm. you know, I watch anything with her in it, even Terminator Gynecological Exam. <laughs> Never watched that movie again. It was awful. It's bad. <laughs> yep. All right. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, psych- I'm psyched for it. It's coming up pretty soon. So uh, good on them. Uh, the other trailer we got was uh, Jason Statham v. Giant Shark in Meg. Uh, I think this is based on a book. I kind of remember them talking about this this story for a while. And, oh, uh, yeah. They've been trying to get this made for like probably 20 years. I remember on, on the old website, chud.com, they used to talk <laughs> about this all the time. <laughs> is it based on a book? Yeah. All right. That's what I thought. So we... This seems to be the year, dude. You know, freaking, we got a Dark Tower movie. We got We're getting Why the Last Man TV show. And now we're getting Meg the movie. You know, development hell is starting to uh, spit out some product. So I'm not going to lie. You tell me Jason Statham is in a movie fighting a giant shark. And I'm like, bullshit. I don't want to see this shit. I'm out of here. And I saw the trailer and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I think I'm down for this. I think I'm down for it. Um, I think it looks pretty badass. Aubrey, what do you think about Jason Statham fighting a giant shark? I think this looks terrifying, and it's going to make it hard for me to sleep at night. What? Seriously? Yeah, it's going to give me a hard tag. You have a, a fear of sharks? I have a fear of water. Oh, okay. He's a fear of Jason Statham? <laughs> I have a fear of, like, large bodies of water. <laughs> are you shitting us, or are you being serious right now? I'm being serious. 
She's totally serious. I love to get a guest for that review. <laughs> a panic attack. I mean, I will see it because no. I already was tagged in the video. Josh already tagged me in the video, so he's going to want to see it. I'll take take one for both teams and go. But I'm going <laughs> to be crying the whole time. You'll be fine. I'm sure Jason Statham will come out on top, hopefully. <laughs> Joey, how do you feel about Jason Statham versus the shark, dude? Um, I can't say I'm like super excited about it, but it looks uh, goofy enough. Could be fun. You know, uh, I'm pretty sure we saw a uh, small child get eaten by a shark right at the beginning of the trailer. Almost got eaten. <laughs> Almost got eaten by a shark. So, you know, it looks, looks fun enough. We'll see. Looks like a uh, $5 Wednesday movie if I've ever seen one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's uh that's a good analogy. Good analogy. Hmm. Nothing, uh, nothing terribly offensive in the trailer, but nothing like face meltingly awesome. So eh, I'll give it a chance. Why not? It looks like it's got some money behind it. It doesn't look like Sharknado or, um, oh God, what was that other like really bad shark movie with Richard Dreyfus? Not Jaws. <laughs> let me, let me, let me rewind that. The movie that Richard Dreyfus played a, uh, he had like a quick cameo in it. It was like a really bad shark movie from like a few years ago. I don't even know what you're talking about. I know someone is, oh, I don't remember. It wasn't Sharknado. Someone made like a really bad beach shark movie not too long ago. And it was funny because Richard Dreyfuss had a cameo in it. But that movie looked awful. Oh, fuck. All right. It's going to bug me, but I'll, I'll figure it out. All right. So don't that's, worry. I'm looking it up as we speak. It was from the guy who did, I want to say he did like all of those Liam Neeson movies that have come out recently, like the train one and uh, the airplane one. Piranha 3D? Yes, <laughs> that's what it was. It was Piranha 3D. It was a remake of the old Piranha movie, boy, but in 3D, and it was awful. It looked awful. At least this movie looks a lot better than that. Doesn't take much. Yikes! <laughs> all right, so uh, yeah, so that's it. That's it for the news. That's all I got. All right, so uh, now the news is over. We're going to talk about the new movie Rampage starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. We all had a chance to see it. Um, first, we're going to talk a little bit about it, and then we'll jump into spoilers. Mark Ellis will play a sound drop delineating when spoiler talk starts. So if you haven't seen it and you're hoping to still see it and not have it ruined, you can just jump off right then. Um, at this point, you've listened long enough where you count as a download, so you don't have to finish it if you don't want to. But for the rest of you, we'll be uh, spoiling the movie in a little bit. But just to start, what did we all think of this movie? Aubrey, give us a non-spoiler impression of what you thought of Rampage. Meh. It's just meh. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Mark? I'm not going to lie. I almost fell asleep. <laughs> like, this movie is <laughs> oh, boy. dumb. <laughs> okay. I really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. It was big and dumb and stupid. I I, I liked it. It was <laughs> funny. It was uh it was good, man. It was like uh reminded me of something I would have rented <laughs> like when I was in high school and just watched by myself on a boring Saturday. Mm-hmm. Please don't mistake me for saying that, that it's a, a great movie or even a good movie, but I liked it. That's right. It, there you go. It's not a good movie, but Joey liked it. <laughs> you know what? The best way I could put it is if you watch the trailer for this and you were like, whoa, that looks awesome. 
you will like this movie. <laughs> if you watch the trailer for it and went, that looks fucking stupid, you will hate this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those movies that I, I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> why is this made? I can't get a Speed Racer sequel, but I get we get a Rampage movie? Come on. Fine, fine, fine. Let's just <laughs> let's just go into spoilers then and just talk about this. You guys hated it. What's the spoiler? Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. <laughs> All right, Mark, take over and let us know why you hated Rampage. All right, I understand what this what this movie was kind of supposed to be. Now, to be fair, I've never played the video games. I know there was a video game. I'm pretty sure the plot of the video game was three creatures smash buildings. Am I wrong, Joey? Yeah, that's about right. All right. All right. <laughs> so then the first question is, okay, why are we going to make a movie about creatures that smash buildings? There's no, there's no, there's no answer to that. Um, I don't know. It was cool to see big monsters like <laughs> smashing buildings. It's almost like King Kong. King. Yes, that's true. But King Kong does not just walk around smashing shit for the hell of it. Oh, He's in love. He's trying to get his woman. Like there's a, you can, well, I'm not going to say you can understand King Kong's plot, but you know, there's a reason behind it. This one is just like, all right. So the movie starts off in outer space aboard the uh, Cloverfield space station where uh, uh, Marley Shelton is running from a, a giant rat <laughs> that, that they've been experimenting on. That's grown, uh, you know, a hundred times its size. And it's after her. she escapes through. She wants to escape through an escape pod, but she's told by who I assumed was NASA or mission control. Like you can't get off that ship without these um, samples or these, uh, I don't know, scientific, whatever research stuff that they had up there. So she goes back, she grabs three of the canisters, three, and then uh, barely makes it onto her, her uh, escape pod. Gets in the escape pod, heads to Earth, but the escape pod catches on fire, and uh ship blows up. The three canisters crash on planet Earth. One inside of a jungle, or I'm sorry, one inside of a zoo in California that happens to, uh, that the rock happens to work at. It takes care of a big gorilla. One <laughs> in a desert, and then the other one in the, the swamp. The swamp in Brazil or Mexico or someplace nondescript or identified swamp right so yeah i like is this movie supposed to be am i supposed to care about the rock and the gorillas friendship yes <laughs> clearly <laughs> all right i did like i thought the the special effects for the gorilla was pretty cool um i did like their interaction not enough that i'm going to be rooting for this gorilla through the rest of the movie but I, yeah. So the canisters hit the ground. The gorilla grows in size, and then they, uh, and then they take the gorilla. They decide to take the gorilla to Chicago. Wait, 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 wait. Right? Wait. Isn't that what happened? <laughs> no. The uh, the gorilla like got angry and broke out of the uh, cage they were holding it in, and then went nuts on the uh, in the zoo, and that's why the police officers came and shot it with tranquilizers. Right, right. It killed the grizzly bear. It grew in size. This space thing that, that uh, it got exposed to, kind of like Ninja Turtles, except for it didn't turn him into a ninja. It just made him angry and big. So it's like it's like Gamma. <laughs> like a g Gamma Ray canister. <laughs> so now the rock's sweet uh, gorilla is now giant and mad. And then there's a wolf. The CG when the wow. gorilla first uh, broke out of the zoo 
It was really bad. Oh, when the gorilla first, when he's like running towards the crowd, like out in the field. Yeah, he broke out of the wall <laughs> and he's like running around the crowd. The CG was real bad. Yep. Yep. I was like, I was worried at that point. I was like, oh boy, <laughs> what am I sitting through right now? It's like a split second where it turns into like Roger Rabbit. It just does not look right at all. <laughs> All right, so elsewhere, uh, Joe Magani. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the mountains, uh, Joe Magani, Maganiello, Maganello, which I thought was ironic because he didn't he play a werewolf on True Blood. Aubrey, uh, help me out. No, all right. Looking up. All right, Wiz Kids. I'm pretty sure that he was in True Blood and he played a werewolf. So here he is now hunting a wolf. Him and his badass group of bad guys. And I'm I'm not gonna lie. When I saw him, like. You don't really get to see his face, but you see him like walking out to the helicopter. And he's got the guns and he's like ready to kick ass. I'm like, oh shit, this this movie's about to get it's about to get popping. I like this. I'm ready. I'm ready. I thought that was uh, I thought that was Jeffrey Dean Morgan at first, and it's like, wow, he was really even working out <laughs> right. for this role, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then he showed up later on. Mm-hmm. So they go to fight this to track down this wolf that's been killing other creatures, and the wolf turns out to be fucking huge, and uh, it kills them all. They, they kind of put up a fight. They shoot their guns, but the wolf is just too badass. Meanwhile, I was, I was, I couldn't, I didn't even realize he was in the movie and then he was dead. Yep. <laughs> so the reason why these creatures are getting larger and angrier is because of this chemical that they were exposed to because this company run by uh, the brother and sister from Daredevil, I mean, from, uh, <laughs> from Iron Fist. <laughs> That's not really them. <laughs> no, it might, yeah. it, might. it was uh, the dude from The Office and the chick from Watchmen. That dude was in The Office? Yeah. He must have came like, was, towards the end, right? He was Pete. He was dating um, Aaron at the end. Oh, yeah, towards the end. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, God, he had a girl from Watchmen. I was like, hey, at least she's still working. Good for her. What was she in Watchmen? She was... Um, Silk Spectre. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. That was Malin Ackerman. Malin Ackerman. Yes. Yeah, that's her name. Yep. Oh, she doesn't look as good as she used to. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I'm saying she's still working. So good for her. Good for her. Still I guess getting a so. check. Mm. So uh, yeah, so they run a company. Uh, she's the the super classy bitchy boss woman in charge of everything. He's the bumbling moron brother who uh who. <laughs> For some reason, they had a Rampage arcade game in the office. <laughs> How did they not know what was going to happen? <laughs> Have they not played this game? Did anyone like plug it up and like play the game? How did seriously? And it's so blatant too. In case you didn't know, this movie Rampage is based on a hit video game, Rampage. See, <laughs> there it is, right there. It's a hit. God. All right. So there, they were experimenting on this. Uh, they were using this ex- experiment. They couldn't do it um, here on Earth because of the law. So they m- decided to do it up in space out of jurisdiction of, you know, the law. And that's when shit went wrong. So as they're realizing <laughs> that these creatures have been exposed to this chemical and that they're getting larger, the sister does the most genius thing I've ever seen in a movie. She turns on a satellite to bring the monsters to Chicago. <laughs> Which is the building? It's because right. they needed a sample of their DNA. Is that why? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because I really didn't understand why they decided to bring them there either. If you're in Chicago and there's a creature in, I don't know, Arizona 
that's destroying everything <laughs> and you turn a beacon on so that the creature comes towards you, wouldn't you leave Chicago or at least get, I don't know, go to Indiana or I would go to Antarctica. Ain't nobody living there. Who would who would recruit who would beacon three creatures that come to the building and then stay in a building? Well, they also had the whole plot of the movie in an arcade game in their office and they never <laughs> played it. So <laughs> Oh my god, this movie is like I'm Jesus. All right. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan shows up as the Negan. <laughs> As a Negan in a suit without the baseball bat. <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. He looked like he was having fun during this movie. And I actually really liked this character because it was so, it was so ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. And I, and I loved the fact that he was chewing scenery and having fun. I thought that was actually pretty cool. Aubrey, how did you feel about Jeffrey Dean Morgan in this movie? He was good. I liked him. Mm-hmm. Joey? The movie as a whole was like a snooze fest, so I don't even have a favorite character, but he was pretty high up there if I had to have a favorite character. I uh, I thought he was going to die on the plane. Yep, me too. Me too. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that was a fake out. Then they had him in all the promotional stuff, and he's going to die in five minutes. But no, he got saved. Not only does he get saved, but he kind of joins the good guys in a way. He kind of helps out. The Rock and uh, and um, super scientist Kimberly Elise as uh, Academy Award winning <laughs> Academy Award nominated actress. Right. <laughs> That's going to be on the back cover of every <laughs> DVD copy of Rampage. Uh, so, yeah. So she shows up as a scientist who um, was working on a project before because this this drug that uh, this company was using or that they were developing was supposed to help people who were dying with cancer, which was her brother, which is why she worked for the company, worked so hard to try to uh, get this cure. Um, and of course, she got screwed over by the evil brother and sister team. So they beaconed the creatures to Chicago. Uh, George and the wolf team up. George is the giant gorilla. Then uh, the wolf's name, Aubrey, what was the wolf's name again? Ralph. Ralph. <laughs> Ralph the wolf. So George and Ralph uh, make their way to Chicago. See the sights, catch a Cubs game, um, have some pizza, and uh, just decide to smash everything on their way to the top of the what I used to call the Sears Tower when I was a kid. I, mean, I don't know. I think it's the Willis Tower now. And um, along the way, a giant sea creature, kind of like Godzilla, uh, also joins it's a it. crocodile. Is it a crocodile? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it was mixed with something else, though, right? It's like a crocodile and like a porcupine or something. Yeah. Oh, no, the wolf was the porcupine. Yes, it was like a lizard, like a crocodile and lizard, because it had the weird fin things on the side of its face. Yes, yep, that's right. So now we're in a movie where, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. So they, so the Rock and uh, and the doctor who used to work there figure out that that um this company they would not have made this thing if they didn't have a cure. So they break into this building and. With no security, no one around, and find a cure that just happened to be in like a refrigerator. Take the cure, uh, and somehow fight, wind up fighting the, uh, they take the cure and they want to give it to George so that George can stop being angry and hopefully go back to being friends with The Rock and help save the and, city. And, and help them defeat the other two monsters. Right, exactly. So the way that they 
get the antidote into George is by putting it into the bad guy's, the girl's uh, purse. And then George, for some unbelievably unexplainable reason, decides to eat her. Yeah, he didn't eat any other people for the whole movie. <laughs> but not only did he eat her, but the, she did the slow motion, like Hans Gruber, slow <laughs> fall into George's mouth. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh, it was awesome. Come on. <laughs> so George eats the uh, bad guy uh, with the antidote inside of her purse, and he's healed. So now him and a rock are going to team up to fight the other creatures. And uh, the rock, who comes out, it used to used to be a big military person, of course. Uh, he's running around with a gun, shooting big bullets next to a big gorilla, fighting a giant flying wolf. Yeah, <laughs> that happened. Yep. It was pretty awesome too. <laughs> now, what happened to the wolf? Did George kill it? I don't. I don't know. The, the crocodile the, did. Yeah, the crocodile oh. bit its head off. Right. That's it. The crocodile killed the wolf, and then the rock shot the crocodile in the gills with a grenade or something. He had his bandolier of grenades, and he threw it into the gill. Into the gill of the crocodile. And it did not kill the crocodile. He just kept on living. That crocodile was was badass. So what the hell did happen to the crocodile? Did George, like... Well, the crocodile was going to uh, eat the rock... And then George jumped out of nowhere and stabbed it through the eye with a giant spike. (laughs) And just in case you wanted to make sure how this kill went down, it was a nice Matrix bullet time slow motion so that the camera follows George, the spike down to the point, down to the creature's eye, right through the eye. And now the creature's dead. And then George is dead. And then George dies. But he was only (laughs) faking to mess with the rock. Right. Who well, I like to point out um earlier in the movie when the rock and uh and uh the other scientists were breaking into the laboratory to steal the antidote out of the refrigerator, um the bad guy showed up and she shot the rock in the gut yep. with a mm-hmm. gun. Mm-hmm. And he died. <laughs> and then came back. No, he said uh, it didn't hit anything major. <laughs> and then spent the rest of the movie running and jumping through buildings <laughs> and shooting shit. <laughs> I'm like, don't you have a gunshot wound in your fucking gut, dude? Come on. Oh, boy. All right. So, yeah. So, George kills the the big lizard. Um, Chicago's in ruin. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan has a new pet rat. (laughs) (laughs) And he calls off the strike because in typical Avengers fashion, if we can't destroy the monsters, we're just going to destroy the city. Yeah, Uh, they're going to drop a Moab on them. So, (laughs) mm -hmm. they're like, it's the biggest bomb it is no, it's the mother of all bombs, and it's I'm like, the most yeah, that's what it was. Bomb the military has that's non-nuclear. It's the mother of all bombs. And they're like, we're gonna drop the mother of all bombs, and I'm like, that bomb happened like as soon as the credits started rolling for this movie. Oh <laughs> Jesus! So uh, yeah, yeah, rampage. <laughs> what what am I missing? What did I skip, Aubrey? Uh he, he covered it all. It just was really boring. I mean, I don't understand. So. Was it Malin in the beginning that told the lady she wasn't coming back to Earth without her experiments? Or was yes. it? Okay. Um, why were they in space? To run experiments on that drug slash canister stuff. So they brought it to space knowing that they would kill those people? No, they didn't know it was going to like make the creatures grow large and violent. 
I don't think. But then why would they bring into space? Because they would have got arrested if they did it on Earth. It, it was illegal for them to run those type of experiments on Earth. And no one was supposed to know about the space experimenting. I don't know. It just, I mean, it was about as good as you can expect a Rampage <laughs> movie to be. But. That's, 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 that's fair. That's a fair point, Aubrey. I didn't think about that. What, what, what was I expecting from a Rampage movie? Yeah, it's about as good as you can get it. Mm-hmm. All right, Joey, defend this movie. Um, well, I mean, there's not really much to defend. <laughs> it's a big, goofy, dumb action movie. And I happen to have a soft spot for big, dumb, goofy action movies. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's, it was just fun. There's explosions and buildings crashing and monsters and The Rock. <laughs> and, and The Rock is awesome in the movie. Come on. You guys didn't think The Rock was awesome? Yeah, I, I like The Rock in this movie, but, uh, you know, he... Pretty much played the same character in Baywatch, and I like that movie a lot better. I love when yeah. he's choking that guy out, and he's the he's like, "Don't fight it; it's a very big arm." <laughs> <laughs> there were subtle jokes that were really funny, but that was the only redeeming quality of the movie, I think, for me at least. I mean i I enjoyed it for what it was, but it wasn't something that I'm going to go out and buy. It'd probably be something you watch on FX Saturdays. Oh. God, the yes. FX Saturday. <laughs> That's very true. That is that is the pure definition of an FX Saturday movie. Yeah. I think it's okay for what it is, but it's not something you want to sink money into. I did uh, think it was funny that there were a lot of like families and like little kids at the movie. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's The Rock and a giant gorilla smashing stuff. That's like well, right it, was, alley. it was like, oh, people love The Rock and Jumanji. This will be another family fun <laughs> exciting day at the movies <laughs> it's like kind of violent <laughs> and there's a lot of swearing in it mm-hmm. it's fine my son loved it he liked it so yeah can't complain yeah yeah you know if you if you like transformers and you like seeing chicago get oh, destroyed God. then uh you know substitute transformers for a giant gorilla and a flying wolf and a uh, crocodile there you go bada bing all i needed was i will uh, say that if you um I don't know if you can just appreciate big dumb action movies. It's definitely worth going to check out. I'm glad I didn't pay full price for tickets. Oh my god! <laughs> I went to uh, when I went to the theaters because I, I um, you know, I was all set to like use my movie pass, uh, but because because I used to work there, you know, the managers were like, "Oh hey, Mark, yeah, well, you know, you're all set, dude. Just go right ahead in." I'm like, and there was a part of me that was like, "No, no, I, I got the movie pass. So I'll just use the pass." And then they were like, "No, they they were insistent. Like, no, nah, dude, go ahead. You know, we got you." Oh my god, that's cool. It's very nice of you. And then halfway through the movie, I'm like, "Holy fuck! I am so glad I didn't waste the movie pass ticket on this." <laughs> oh boy. All right. So uh, let's just go. I, it looks like you guys didn't like it. I thought it was okay. What did you give this movie on a scale of zero to five, Aubrey? I'd probably give it a three. <laughs> yeah. You're such a an easy grader, Aubrey. <laughs> it's because I have anxiety and I second guess myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Aubrey for advice on everything now. <laughs> All right, uh, Mark Ellis, what about you? I don't understand why this movie exists. Um, I gave it a 1.5 out of five. Jesus. All right, I gave it a three out of five. What? Thought it was fun. Explosions, monsters, The Rock. I don't know. I just, it was fun. I'm definitely worth a rent or a go to check it out on a discounted time at the movies. <sighs> no. 
I, no. I couldn't find I couldn't find any redeeming qualities to it at all. I really wish. Come I could. on, when the building like was falling apart and like they rode a helicopter off the and roof, they, they surfed <laughs> they surfed the helicopter down the crashing building and that survived. <laughs> oh God, I'm 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 done. I'm done with this movie. <laughs> All right. How about some recommendations for the listeners out there? Aubrey. I recommend everybody. Yeah. Okay. Everybody come up with a suggestion for me. Here we go. That's my weekly recommendation. <laughs> listeners come up with a recommendation for me. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mark Ellis. Uh, yeah. I haven't watched anything new. Not really. I'm still trying to work my way through the Marvel MCU. So I would say rewatch Louis Leterrier's Incredible Hulk and uh, Kenneth Branagh's first Thor. That's my recommendation. Those are underappreciated gems. Screw you, Joey. Oh, boy. Um, All right. So I will uh, give a couple shout outs. Uh, Two people passed away. We had uh, Arlie Emery. Who you may remember as the drill sergeant in Full Metal Jacket, uh, passed away, as well as radio personality Art Bell, who, if you are like me and never sleep, may have heard on Coast to Coast AM back in the 90s. Did you guys ever listen to that? Nope. Nope. Oh, it was a show that was on at like one in the morning where they talked about like aliens and all sorts <laughs> of conspiracies and stuff. <laughs> Bigfoot, that type of stuff. I used to listen to it all the time driving home from like Pittsfield or something. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, rest in peace to those two guys. I will definitely suggest check out Lost in Space on Netflix. Um, I just started watching this today and um, episode and a half in and it's pretty good so far. I mean, it's not like face meltingly awful. It doesn't have a pilot that like grabs you and makes you sit down and watch 12 episodes in a row like Stranger Things or Daredevil or something like that. But uh, so far, so good. You know, I'm enjoying it. And Neil Marshall directed the pilot, so it can't be all bad, right? Yeah, I thought about you when I saw that. And I saw his name pop up. He directed like the first two episodes. Cool. Yeah, I like it so far. Um, we'll see. We'll see. He just introduced. I just got to the middle of episode two where they introduced some more characters. So we'll see how it goes from there. But mm-hmm. yeah, eh, I like it enough so far. Definitely check it out. Maybe we'll uh, talk about it some more in the future. But. Next week on the podcast, prepare yourself as the MCU hype train is pulling into the station as we get ready for Infinity War by counting down all the MCU movies in order of awesomeness from 18 to 1. Mm-hmm. Do we so, include, are we including Generation X in it? I wish we were, <laughs> but we are not. But uh, yeah, so join us next week. We're going to jump on the Infinity War hype train. And other than that, you've been listening to... Episode number 193 of the So Wizard Podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. On behalf of my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Choo-choo! I'm ready for the hype train. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. You guys have a good week and get ready for the MCU. Wakanda forever. We'll see you next week. Good journey. <laughs> <laughs>